So I'm not saying like listen and provide response, listen and argue. I'm just saying listen. And then after they're done talking, Problem solving 101. What does it look like? So in one of my previous videos, I talked about the cycle of violence and how the cycle of violence starts with um, tension building up to an explosion point. And that behavior is usually followed by maybe an apology, forgiveness, making up um, that is initiated usually by the perpetrator. And then um, honeymoon where everything is seems perfect, right? all the right things are being said. Um, and then from that honeymoon stage, goes back into tension because let's face it, nothing stays perfect forever. We're gonna argue with people and that's just part of life. So when we're looking at a problem to solve, especially in a relationship, um, there's, a, there's one important thing to start with. You have to ask yourself, what is the actual problem? And I always like to joke with clients about this is if you are in a relationship and your spouse is saying, um, you know, I'm just really upset about how you did the laundry. It's completely wrong and they keep harping on you about it. Most likely the problem isn't the laundry, right? Hopefully, hopefully people see that. You know, sometimes we can get caught up on these little things and it can be almost a passive aggressive way to express anger to somebody else, but sometimes they can be clues that this little thing isn't actually the problem, that there's something else that's the problem. So first step, problem solving 101. What is the actual problem? Right, that's what we have to ask ourselves. The best way, honestly, to figure out the problem is to ask the person. Right? Ask the other person how they view the problem or what is going on. And we can use a lot of technical language, but obviously in a relationship, you're gonna be able to approach this in a way that, that helps them understand that you care. Give them the chance to speak their mind. Um, the hard part about this is you might hear stuff you don't like. You might hear stuff that's challenging, you might hear stuff that could be a little blaming, um, and that's never fun. But first step is to listen. When you're listening for the right problem, the greatest thing that helps is when that person stops talking, you can reflect back what they're saying. So I'm not saying like listen and provide response, listen and argue. I'm just saying listen. And then after they're done talking, and it could be a while, right? but reflect back what they said. Because there's nothing greater than hearing what you just told somebody. Like that, that helps us understand, okay, that person just listened to me, you know? Somebody says that, you know, a drive-through, okay, um, you just ordered two hamburgers, Dr. Pepper and fries. Well, they got the order right, they were listening to you. And that's not any different for relationships. Um, we can reflect back what the other is saying to let them know that we are listening and not, not only just listening, but we're listening to understand rather than listen to respond. And that, that's difficult. So first thing is asking what is the right problem. Second one is listening and reflecting. Third is stating how you view the problem. Now this is hard too, because when we're, we're like heated or we like want to argue about something, you know, we pull out all the, the, the good stuff that'll really get somebody especially in a relationship. You words and generalizations like always or never, you always do this, you know, you never do that. You know, um, this is just how you are, are, are off limits, right? For a good, healthy conversation and problem solving. To express how you view the problem, it's really helpful to start with I feel statements. 
And a lot of times people tell me, especially in therapy, like, okay, you know, that, that doesn't seem like it'll work, right? You just want me to talk about how I feel when I'm angry. Actually, it helps a lot, right? Anything that you say with starting with an I feel statement kind of diffuses some of the, the, the anger or, you know, the, uh, the animosity that might be in an argument. So if you start with, I feel very frustrated, and then you provide evidence, right? You're not blaming them. You're not saying this is all your fault, but you're describing what your perspective is. That's the goal. Okay, so, so far we have first step in problem solving 101 is looking at what is the right problem. Two, listening to understand the person's view of the problem. Three, expressing your view of the problem with I feel statements. And then four is brainstorming solutions. So you're kind of answering the question, what is the right problem? You understand how they view it. They understand hopefully how you view it. Um, so now you can brainstorm it. You can put any ideas you have on the table. And the, the important part of this is if somebody says a stupid idea, don't shoot it down, right? Um, you know, if it's about laundry again and you're like, well, maybe we can just buy a whole new, you know, washing machine when the one you have right now is perfectly good in your mind. You might be thinking that is the stupidest thing I've heard. This one's totally fine, but it might not help to say that right now. Maybe you can say, okay, I'm going to put it down. That's an option, right? Flying to the moon is also an option, but I'm not going to say that either, but you can put it down and you can talk about what works. Brainstorming is where to start. And I kind of talked about leading into that fifth step is picking a solution. So you have a list, you've brainstormed solution to the problem, and you're going to go through that list and you're going to talk about what is practical, what works, what is helpful. Um, and, and ultimately try to choose a solution. Here's the thing, picking a solution can require compromise, right? You might not get a hundred percent of what you want, right? Or they might not get a hundred percent of what they want, but the goal is to work together and to compromise. If and this is key, if you are in that stage and you are too angry to compromise or too angry to even acknowledge what the other is trying to say, then you probably don't have the right problem or you probably haven't fully listened to one another. You might have to go back a few steps, right? To make sure you have the right problem that you understand and that they are understanding how, what you're expressing as well. Step six is evaluating, looking back. And guess what? If it doesn't work, that's okay. You know, you can go back to the drawing board. You can go back to the brainstorming and try something else. But if you have that goal of evaluating a solution, it's still going to keep you from arguing, right? So in marriage, if you and your, your spouse pick a solution and you want to see if that is actually helpful or helped at all before it just turns into another argument, you can agree, okay, in a week, let's talk about this. Let's see how helpful this has been. Has it worked? What if you're trying to do this, but the other person's not? This is the important part. If you want this to work, you can't just pull out these problem solving skills in the middle of an argument and say, this is how we're going to do it. You know, step one, step two, step three, that's probably not going to work. They're probably going to get angry at you because you're kind of taking charge and you're not really listening. You're there to, to direct and manage, right? Effective problem solving is going to be communicating these expectations and these goals before an argument even starts. So in your marriage or your relationship, you can say, Hey, you know, these are really helpful things to do. 
if this does come up, um, to talk about I feel statements, to talk about the problems about using you and always and never. You know, they might sound trivial. You might say, well, that's not very romantic to talk to my spouse about. But guess what? That will avoid a whole lot of trouble and a whole lot of anger when something does come up. It's better to set that foundation on what effective problem solving looks like so you can move forward with it, right? Problem solving 101. Asking what is the right problem? What is it, really? Is it the laundry or is it something else? Two, listening and reflecting, showing that you understand. Three, communicating your view of the problem without blaming, using I feel statements. Four, brainstorming a possible solution, putting every option on the table. Five, picking a solution, right, which might mean compromise, but it's gonna mean working together. And six is looking back and evaluating that solution. These six steps can help you have a healthier relationship, whether it's your marriage, whether it's your kids, whether it's your friends or coworker or your mom or your dad, whoever it is, these things are essential to life. So I hope this helps. I hope you can utilize these six problem solving skills in your life. And I hope that you can live happier, healthier, holier lives because of it. Thank you for watching and God bless. Feel free to subscribe, contact me below um, with my information or please comment. I'd love to answer some questions.